Hopefully this is something. We don't know. Uh, this is TFP live stream sans Are we live? Ground ground support. I think so. Think we're, we're gonna live. we're gonna see ground okay. control. This is Major Tom. Um, let us know, please. Let us know if we have any issues. We need an adult. Send help. You okay. Four. I mean, looks like some this, people. This looks like are something here. here. Uh, hello, hello. It's it's just me and Pat tonight. We Let's have no here. producers. Nobody oh, behind uh, the cameras. Boom. That goes. We make that big. That let's does that. Uh, let's see. Leave some comments yes. so we can. Let, is the audio good? Uh, let's see here. Are there comments? Where can I see a comment? Are uh -oh. there comments? Hopefully we can read your. Oh, is it because I'm not signed in on here? Yeah. Don't wanna. All right. So while Brandon does that, let me talk about some business for for you guys. Um, we have two sponsors for tonight's show. Just like always, we have our friends over at Arms Preservation Inc. You know all about their vapor corrosion inhibitor technology if you're a regular watcher of the show. Otherwise, um, they make a great line of products. Again, Arms Preservation Inc. APIGunBag.com. Go check them out. They have a complete line of products for preserving everything from ammunition to handguns to shotguns and your AR pattern rifles, whether they are... Uh, now classified as SBRs, also known as pistols, right? right? Or if you have a 20 inch M16 pattern rifle. Brandon there signed in. Go. All right, we sound good. Josh is here. Yes, Josh got into ORD. That's fantastic, buddy. I'm glad to hear it. Also, thank you for joining us tonight. So, API Gunbag guys, check them out. Also, our friends over at Beyond Driven uh, Fitness and Performance in Leroy. I drove by there uh, just yesterday, and uh, I didn't get a chance to stop in. But when I do, I'm never disappointed because they have the best fitness equipment. They have 24-7 access. They have fitness classes for anybody and everybody. Um, go and check them out. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. And they would love to chat with you and answer any questions you have or get you signed up for a membership. So go and check out our friends at Beyond Driven Fitness and Performance in Leroy, New York. Awesome. Yes. So yes. we are live. We got almost a bunch of people. Almost yeah. a bunch, right? Um, and we have nobody here but us. It's tonight, just right? us. We're flying so, solo. We're, yeah, we're which is how solo. that hat made the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, Tyler would have been like, get that fucking thing. Tyler would have been. No, I guess he doing? allowed that shit last week. So. I yeah, I noticed um, that I'm 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 I have like a theme of a different hat every stream or like yeah. weird hats or whatever. Okay, so I'm, just, I'm rolling with it. No, yeah, why not? I'm rolling do, with it. Do your thing. Okay, so we <laughs> definitely have Nate. We do need some barbecue, brother. We would love to support. What you guys are doing, and also shove food into our mouth holes. <laughs> that would be nice. So we got a lot of people saying hi. Um, we also have a question about uh, the... So I do want to clarify something on this. This isn't actually a shockwave. I mean, what's the it's difference darn close. Yeah. Re in reality? Um, but it doesn't have a bird's head grip, right? It has an actual mm -hmm. traditional like pistol grip. It is a Maverick um, 88. It's the Cruiser. Uh, version. So this is uh what seven, eight so, round two. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, 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 it's probably seven or eight. I think yeah, it's a seven, seven round eight. tube with one in the chamber, and uh, I I can't see now who asked the actual question, but it's two seventy four ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, so the thing with this, the way this is legal, is it has an eighteen inch barrel, eighteen and a half inch barrel actually. Correct. Uh, and you could, if you wanted to, put a stock on this. Right. Whereas with the shockwave. Not okay. You could not do that. That was a very specific, you know, other non-shotgun, shotgun, you know, weird, weird, weird thing, right? right. Uh, and the shockwave was obviously banned uh, in New York State. Uh, this is legal in New York State. Yes. Um, you do need to be 21 to buy it. Right. Because it's a pistol grip. It's sold as a pistol grip only. Yes. Uh, but... It is not the shockwave. It is legal. We've got a bunch of these, and they're good to go. And they're only two seventy-five, which yeah. is a great price. 
Um, the only caveat on these uh, that I didn't hear you mention, B, is you do have to be 21 years yes. of age yep. in order to purchase you gotta be, you this gotta guy. Be 21. Now, uh, a little clarification, though, is needed on, on this guy mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. right? Because this is a very similar shotgun. Let me just do what I got to do here. Uh, so this is a very similar shotgun, right? It's it's Mossberg, which yep. is same uh, company, yep. right? Uh, same company as Maverick. Um, but this one here is the Flex. And um, so it does have the ability here to change the stock or right. remove it. And then you could have just a grip if you wanted. Now... This one, if I wanted to buy it, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't need to buy this, I, excuse me, I don't need to be 21 in order to purchase correct. this shotgun, correct? Correct, correct. and I was going to say that, uh, you know, we all know that all gun laws in this country are based on nice, solid, sound logic uh, and just good, good factual thought-based processes, right? No. Uh, there is nothing stopping an 18-year-old from buying a fully sized Maverick 88 with or the stock, a five or that, right. right, and then putting that pistol grip on it. Correct. There's nothing stopping an 18 year old from owning this gun. They just can't buy it from the dealer. Right. Like this so stupid. So very dumb. Just so that everybody's clear, um, we have another really good question here that I don't want to let get away. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So I think you should probably go ahead and, and hit uh, that. Ahmed, are we open this Sunday? You betcha. You betcha, buddy. Uh, we will be here. This is the first Sunday that we're opening back up after uh, the pandemic. It's yeah. been like three years since uh, when we first opened. We were open on Sundays uh, all the time. And then during the pandemic, when we were forced to shut down by the state, uh, when we reopened, we just kind of didn't have the staffing and we weren't sure if the demand would be there. Uh, and that's kind of gotten us to now. And there's been a heck of a lot of demand. And a lot of people want us to be open on Sundays. And yes, there are some training. There's actually training this Sunday. There is, yeah. So on. I was going to like try to pop in there at some point yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a little caveat on that, Ahmed. Um, there is going to be a class uh, going on later in the day, right? So what are the hours this... So Sundays are going to be noon till 7 right. for right now. Range closes at 6.30. Uh, but this Sunday, and there there will be Sundays. We're gonna put it out there. Um, this is more for the the store to be open, the retail side of the store, uh, and the range will be open when it can be open. But we have groups like Rafa, the Rochester African American Firearms Association. They do classes and they do range days primarily on Sundays. Uh, Pat does classes on Sundays right. uh, because that was a day that the range was open. Uh, we do have some things in the works to alleviate that that's going to be definitely down the road you know if this proves popular uh maybe uh say 2024 we might have more lanes available i'll just put it like that uh, you know things go the way we'd like to um but yes we will be open this sunday from noon to seven the class will take over the range probably what four three one <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the class will be in there a good chunk of the day yeah um so, so that was what i was gonna say is like if yeah. uh the range is gonna be open in the morning so we'll, we'll have to figure out logistically yeah. like yeah. how we're gonna we'll shuffle some stuff around we want to work on a better uh part of our website where you can check the status of that easier than right. say going to facebook or whatever kind of almost like how the ski like the ski resorts have, like what are the conditions like right yeah, now? Yeah, right. You know, like, hey, is TFP open today? Like, yeah. Or, hey, the range is only going to be open from noon till 4 today or noon to 3 or whatever. Right, right, so, right, right. Uh, definitely the store will be open, uh, and we're going to rock and roll from there. 100%. Um, so I will be here, Ahmed. Uh, I'll be here all day and... Um... The, you know, the whole time we're open. And that, it is kind of coincidental that the first Sunday we're open, Pat has a class. You probably only have classes on Sundays like that, maybe once a month, we'll say. Like, yeah, something you know, like, like that. I'm, and um, I'm only scheduled right now out until, like, I think the last class is next month. Sure. That's on, like, sure. the... So we'll have to figure out, like, what we're going to do about mm -hmm. getting new stuff on the calendar for mm -hmm. next quarter. And... Um, yeah, but we we'll, adjust the class yeah, times a little bit. Maybe. We're just we're yeah, flexible, yeah. you know what yep. I mean? We gotta figure out where everybody's at. Mm -hmm. Uh do we do gunsmithing on AK platforms? Um I'm gonna say no. Only you know the stuff that we can do to an AK, I don't wanna say like anybody could do, but like we're not gonna get into like fixing a rivet, I don't know. Like what what's what's some like AK gunsmith thing that's like, you know. Um, like changing out a 
uh, gas block for yeah. like one of the adjustable ones or something. No, there's really not a lot we can do. It's to tough. It. We do light gunsmithing, I call it. Uh, we're trying to get into heavier duty, like full like machining, basically. Uh, but obviously, that takes some equipment. That takes some knowledge. That uh, we we have guys with the knowledge, and we don't want to just go to Harper Freight and get junk equipment, you know, for them. Uh, we want to make sure we do it right and put out a good quality product. So things are coming down the road, but I would say no right now for uh, for, for that Daniel stuff. guy. If you know um, Josiah, that's uh, one of the managers here, I would speak with him if yeah. you need some work done on an AK because he might be able to at least point you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He he, not through here necessarily, but he knows what is going on with AKs more so than probably the rest of us. So yeah, yeah for sure. So my dad is on here. I What's up, that. dad? Um, nice to um, nice to get a comment from my dad. And he just wanted to know um, what's the best inexpensive home defense carbine. I guess um, it would depend on a couple of factors. First of all, are, if you want to shoot, when you say carbine, I want to use 5.56 generally in my carbines. Um, so if you wanted to shoot something in 5.56, um, I would say best inexpensive man that's tough because i don't like to those two words are tough to put together well i mean first of all everybody's got their own definition of inexpensive sure. and when we start talking about ar pattern rifles like mm -hmm. uh, in a good a good ar pattern rifle my rule of thumb is that you're probably looking at a, around a thousand bucks yeah for yeah, like that's... for like something that I would actually like want to like all right I'm gonna have this cruiser ready and mm -hmm. it's gonna mm -hmm. be my home defense gun and if I need to rock and roll then I'll grab this one um, unless it's like June of 2020 and like cars are being flipped tonight if you have time to say go from like a five or six hundred dollar AR save up to get to that thousand dollar ar well worth it well worth can, it or if you can build a gun right like that's, sure. that's another thing too yeah. is like building a gun would be uh, another way to go um yep that would be a great way to go i i happen just because we have it we've got a nice smith and wesson out there i want to say for 750 that is a pretty nice setup that's uh, not bad it's, uh, it uh, smith and wesson an mp sport like, too right yeah, like, comes with a uh, i think a was it a Crimson Trace red dot? Or yeah, they're, it's got they're, a red they're dot on it. together. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So. so I would say, yeah, for my dad, um, I would say that probably something like a Smith um, MP Sport 2 would be like. Yeah. Um, or a rat. You know what? The Radical Guns, I will say, they've come a long way. They, they used to really not do much for me, but Radical Firearms, the RF 15, um, the quality control, I feel like, has really bumped it up a notch um so i think that's pretty good um and then if you're thinking more in the line of some some people are going to be thinking more in the line of like a pistol caliber type setup um or they already have a pistol that's like in a good defensive yeah uh, caliber or whatever yeah um so for those people i would say maybe something like a, a pc carbine you know i I find it difficult to recommend any like AR9 pattern right there's it's just so, so many yeah. first of all there's so many of them out there yep. but a bunch of them are junk yeah. it seems they, like they really don't work all that well cuz they're all straight blowback and shit and they definitely are a fun range toy right. i guess but yeah. yeah yeah i was talking to um, a buddy of mine Kevin today and he was saying like he's got we were talking about like the new Henry Homesteader yeah. how that looks pretty cool the 9 mil carbine uh, and he was like, yeah, he's like, I got a Ruger PC carbine, but it's like, what do you really do with it? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if any, if I ever like, yeah, if it was ever serious enough where I needed an actual carbine. Yeah, MPX is good. I if want a 5.56. Five, yeah. If you yeah. got the money for an MPX, yeah, yep. I I agree with that for sure. No to that. Nothing says wrong house like 350 grain, 50 Beowulf. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, um, that's a, that's a definite uh, I always game like the, changer. You know, what is it like? Same thing. Like, you know you know 50 beowulf when the neighbor when the bad guy breaks into your neighbor's house across oh, yeah, the street behind right. the fridge like <laughs> yeah uh ahmed so yeah the range is not available this sunday 
uh, it sounds like, because uh, the class goes from what one till six, wasn't it? Yeah, one, we're gonna one be to we're gonna be on the range probably no later than one, and we're gonna be out yeah. there all. It's an all day class. Um, it's all ladies that are coming out. I'm really excited about this one. This is our ladies only uh, pistol mechanics class. Um, if so, anybody that wants to sign up, I think we still have one or two slots available, so you can hit me up. We can talk about that. We can get you in there. The uh, the twenty sixth. I don't believe we have anything scheduled. If I I could be mistaken, uh, we'll have to see there. But twenty uh, sixth is that not the um, pre permit class? Is there a permit class there? Yeah. We'll yeah, to, but we'll we're not. That's not that's an like all an day hour. range thing. Yeah, we'll be on the range on yeah. and off. So yeah, the range will be available on Sunday the twenty sixth. And like I said, that'll be we can uh, we can post like a almost like a daily or like a weekly. Like hey, this Sunday range is wide open. Uh, I should say this coming Sunday the nineteenth, the store, no. yeah, the store will be open. Right, the range will not be open. Uh, I mean, and and uh, with a giant caveat too, there might be an opportunity if the class is on a break and you've come in and you just want to test fire five rounds through a handgun. We can, you know, right. we're we're comfortable with we're things like flexible. that. Like, yeah, if it can, you know, if you're in at noon and the class doesn't get in the range till one or even one thirty. And you were trying to test out some things. Like, we can make things happen. Uh, but, yeah, to just show up at, like, two or three just to shoot for fun, this weekend's not going to happen. But uh, also, um, if anybody wants to, like, I, we're going to be, like, downrange for the most of the class. Right. So, if anybody wanted to, like, come in and, like, in kind of, like, yeah. check out what was... Sure. I don't care, like, I don't mind people coming out and watching what it is that we do in training. Yeah. Nothing that we do is, like, super secret or whatever, um, and it might be interesting for somebody that's thinking about coming to take a class to, at some point, come down and... Ricky here says that his buddy came in and got a lever action from us, mm -hmm. and he's not jealous, not one bit at all, and I don't think that's true. I think he is jealous. It, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that sounds sounds like a little bit of jealousy going on, Ricky. I'm not going to lie just to you, man. Just a little bit. That's all right. Uh, uh, sorry, Austin goes, just finished putting together his Anderson lower he picked up from us. Uh, altogether, 200 bucks. Uh, I'm assuming, for the lower, and yep. a good upper is two to 300 bucks. yeah. So, um, depending, you I, know. I would have Maybe a hard just time. Maybe not with a VCG. Depending on where you find it, man. I yeah. mean, if you if you're finding uppers that are priced like that, I I need to know Send where you're link. doing your shop. Maybe you <laughs> could post a, Yeah, maybe you could post a link in there, and people can check them out. Um, man, this is just customer or like staff appreciation night. Uh, Joe Connor, I picked up an M9 today. I love it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank awesome. You. Great, yeah, thank you for your business. Great man. That's choice. Um, yeah, we got a lot of comments tonight. This is awesome. Uh, we had a ton of engagement. Obviously, last week we did a giveaway, so there was a ton. But well, uh, yeah, you know. But we, also, we we had so much stuff up here that we weren't able to. We didn't even to, talk like, about it. Yeah, yeah we so funny. Uh, Joe, our buddy Joe Terzo, asked, yeah. "What the heck that green thing is? Oh, you bring yeah, that thing down? This thing what, is goofy as what the heck is that thing?" So, the way it was described to me is this is sort of like a takedown um, pistol caliber carbine. So this one happens to be in forty-five ACP. God bless. Uh, God bless, indeed. Uh, God, Pat, before you start, how many World Wars is 45 ACP responsible for winning? Two. At least two. Yeah, two World all Wars. Of <laughs> all the World Wars. All the ones back so to far. Back-to-back back back. World War champion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is a 45, and something interesting about it, it looks like kind of an AR pattern set up here in a way. Um, Brandon, can you switch me over? No, you I can't. No, yeah. You have no power here whatsoever. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> no power here. It's got like a little cross bolt style safety yeah. here. You it's not really an AR that. pattern. It's no, but it, like it kind of looks like one. Yeah, it's yeah. like got a weird like vibe. It's blowback. Right. Like, yeah, it's got the spring because it's blowback, right? And what, like, is that actual picket? That's not Picatinny rail. What do you? Is that Weaver rail? What do you call that? Yeah, I think that's that. That is definitely Weaver it's like style rail. Yeah, it's <laughs> like very. It's very um, non-traditional. Yes. Yeah. But uh, as far as like this handguard situation going on here, it's really not a whole lot to get your hand to out. Front. I was telling Josiah, it reminds me, Colt. We were struggling to think of the model number. It's in the six hundreds, I want to say. But Colt made like for tanks, uh, you could like stick the machine gun like through a portal. It was like built into the tank almost, right? Sure. And it was like an M sixteen that you could you know for close close combat or whatever around the right. tank or whatever. Jim McGee says. Uh, it looks like a grease gun on steroids. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. 
Um, so Joe is uh, making it compliant here so that we could uh, get rid of it. Yeah. And, we gotta, uh, it's got a fin grip on it now. We got to get the... We got to get the uh, thread protector welded, and I think it's going to end up coming just with a naked tube. Yes, uh, um, I think we're going to get some type of something on there, but yeah. Uh, well, you said you said it was going to be one of the two. Um, Eight hundred bucks though gets that one, um, and it will be compliant for the for whoever wants to buy it. So something like that in ten, I think would be really good. That would be cool. Then then you would you you've got my interest. Right, you've got my curiosity. Uh, Ahmed wants to know what kind of animal I have on my head today and I'm pretty sure this is a bobcat Yeah, I actually don't know but I'm pretty sure it's a bobcat this one I bought at an auction another auction I used to go to a lot of auctions when I was single man that was like what that was what I did just uh, go just buy waste money. dead yeah. stuff just buy <laughs> oh yeah look at that it, it does say it says a bobcat look at that hoots from hoots hoots furs bobcat USA uh, that's not the way it goes um, I when I would go to the auctions they would have these little, um, no, I can't deliver the blocks. Um, <laughs> if you ever sell concrete blocks, <laughs> No, I haven't done, I had to do that Jesus yet. Jesus Christ. Uh, I would go to these auctions, and they would have stuff like this that, like, it would go for, like, 20 bucks. Or, like, you know, like, opening bid is, like, 30 bucks, and it would just be crickets, and no one would want it. And I'd be looking at this sad little kitty, and I, I gotta take him home. He's so cute. I mean, so everybody's cute. gotta have a hobby, <laughs> and so why isn't that yeah. more people's you, hobby? You have a lovely room of death. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell, man? Why not? It remind, uh, uh, Todd says that reminds him of an old paintball gun. Jeremiah, what's up, thing. man? Oh, hey, Jeremiah. Yeah, no, that does kind of look like an old paintball gun. Um, so... We had a lot of people say hello. I'm sorry if we didn't say hello to everybody. We've had yeah, a lot of people I'm trying to catch them like, here and We've there. We've had a I'm lot not... of comments tonight. Howdy, guys. From Anthony Rotter. Yeah, I, Charlie didn't, Burke, I didn't even hello. see that one. What's up, man? We've got a lot of guys. Appreciate all of you. Here we go. Everybody. So, um... Looks like you have curls hanging on the side of your head, yes. Kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. So I was hanging out with a friend earlier today, Brando, and the conversation came up. He was like, man, I got like 400 bucks, and I want to get a new gun. What do you recommend? And I was like, I recommend you save up a little Saving bit more money, more money yeah. before you try to buy a gun. For, right? Like, I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of guns, right? But the ones that I have, I... I'm with you. I want to spend yeah. a... A little bit more money, not, not yeah. a lot more money, but I'm spending a little bit more yeah. money, right? And not not for the sake of just spending money, you know. It's not like you're getting a Glock that's had a bunch of just like vanity work done to it. It's no, I don't have like any agency had, like, guns yeah, or yeah, any yeah. shit like that. Zev right? crazy. No, I don't. I don't do anything crazy like that. But I I want something you know that's going to be, um, obviously like. I have specific brands that I kind of gravitate towards more than others. Sure. I'm not a brand loyalist per se, but like there's there are certain ones that are just like out mm -hmm. right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And then there are specific ones that I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll check that out. And then there's others that I'm like, yes, I want to buy those specific products. But to me, like good, good handguns that are like reliable. Uh, again, I have like a kind of a threshold that I'm trying to meet. And mm -hmm. I generally, I, I stay around six... Six hundred dollars and yeah. up. It seems like it just takes about six hundred bucks to get in the door of a new mm -hmm. good quality. Now, now, when I say good quality, I'm talking your. <laughs> What's wrong with a vanity clock? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Dude, if you can shoot well enough to back it up, then God bless. Yeah. Like, spend the money. Uh, I and I, plenty of my friends have some really nice guns. Sure. I got friends that have way too much money to spend on guns. Or you know, like I, my my head goes to like a uh, Cabot. 1911. Mm -hmm. If you've yep. never heard of those, Google them. Cabot, C A B O T, like the cheese company. Uh, they make the same like, guys. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> they make like five, six, seven, eight thousand dollar 1911s. And it's not that they're not worth it because they're works of art in their own right. But it's like you're not, you know, you're, performance wise, that's going to shoot just, just as good as I say a, a two thousand dollar Nighthawk. I can't do. You know, I can't or, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't justify it to myself. <laughs> But I saw this particular gun out there, and for all of you guys out there who are wondering, like, around 400-ish dollars, <laughs> what would be a good uh, pistol to get in the game? I think the Shield Plus kind of fits that sure. um, that niche. So this is $449.99. Um, the things that I like about it in specific, first of all, it has metal sights right so that is nice uh with the the gun the glocks that are similar in this category in this mm -hmm. price range mm -hmm. uh your 48s your 43x's your 42 
they all come with plastic, plastic. sites if you're going to be at that price range, right? Right. So I don't like that because if you drop the gun, what's the heaviest part? It's the slide. Sure. The gun's naturally going to want to turn upside down, Lands and right you're them. probably going to snap those. Yeah. It's pretty common. Right it's I've pretty broken common. a lot of gun sights, right? So that sucks. Um, the other thing I like about it is it does have a flat trigger here. Um, I've gotten way more into that uh, over, over time. So that's just a little subjective, and I just want to like be yeah. kind of like upfront about that. Um, but it does have, if you live in a free state, 13 plus 1 capacity, which is respectable yeah. in a gun this size. Um, and I really like the texture on these M&Ps. Um, because they're really uh, easy to kind of get a hold on. Yeah. And uh, plenty accurate, plenty reliable, easy to take apart um, and strip and maintain. And it's a pretty solid like price. What, 450 right? 450 bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you're a looking for a gun. 365 and and like the one you'd want, the macro, it's like double the price almost. It's like, yeah. the macro's like 800 bucks, isn't it? Macro is like seven ninety nine ninety nine. It's a very expensive carry mm -hmm. gun, but I mean, it's, it's got night sights. Oh, you're, sure. you're getting, sure. You're, you know, you're, you are getting, but like you said, kind of if if all you had is four or five hundred bucks, right? If you wanted to spend, yeah, around four hundred bucks and get a decent, like a new pistol. A lot of people, yeah. Todd says he loves his shield. Um, I've been a shield fan for a long time. I had a forty-five shield as like one of my first guns that I carried. And um, I've always thought that they were very nice. So nice. Um, uh, Ricky asked if we offer classes uh, to introduce youth to shooting, and we used to have a venture crew here, which is like uh, it's a part of the Boy Scouts. It's co-ed. I know all of scouting is co-ed now. Uh, another discussion we can have, but venture crew was for youth between 14 and 21 it was nice because they could shoot handguns under supervision sure uh and we had a lot of fun with that again one of those things i was single i didn't have a family i had a lot of free time uh as anyone who's been involved in the scouting movement knows they always tell leaders uh you only have to donate an hour of your time a week uh, but they don't tell you it's an hour per scout so if you have like 20 scouts you're going to be doing a lot of work every mm -hmm. week and yeah once i had my own family and i had little kids of my own running around right uh i i just unfortunately um it's hard it's hard to run a, a, a scout unit of any kind so sure. we have talked about trying to get something going back up here uh with youth just kind of like doing it on our own not being a part of of any larger like national organization but uh we'll have to see we'll have to see i definitely know that there's a need for it you know, we have to do whatever we can to counter this anti-Second Amendment rhetoric that just gets all the kids get bombarded with, obviously, all the time. Uh, but, you know, it is tough, obviously, to, to just kind of wing it and have your own program, you know. So uh, what else we got here? Uh, I would suggest, so I guess wrapping that comment up, I would suggest just having your kids do like a private lesson, maybe. Um, that, that would always be permissible. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot. You know, New York State law says you have to be 12 years old to shoot a firearm, or to shoot a gun of any kind. Uh, but there's a lot you can do with BB guns, with pellet guns, with airsoft guns. You know, uh, there's a lot you can do with just a cert pistol with right. youth. So uh, there's a lot that can be done if they're under 12. Yep. Uh, we allow, and <clears throat> we probably should do a better job of publicizing this. But like, if you have a kid who wants to come here and they're not 12, say they're I don't care how old they are, six, seven, eight, nine, doesn't matter. Uh, if they have a BB gun, there's no charge. Like, they can come down here, they can have their fun, they can be in the range, they can be with all the other gun owners. Go like, if that's what they want to do, bring them here. Uh, if they just want to come down and watch, if you're not sure how your kid might react to it, just bring them down, no charge. Have them come, just stand behind the line there, you they know what I mean? step and in just, there and check it out, They yeah. can stand next to Cam, the RSO, you know what I mean? I don't know if that, can he be that close to children? I <laughs> It's got to be some sort of rule. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so so. But no, uh, we want, we need the youth to be, you know, uh, as encouraged and involved in the Second Amendment uh, as possible because that's the future, right? For sure. Uh, yeah, no, so. we got to get more kids, like, involved and excited about shooting in general. So we had a really interesting comment up here. Uh, Todd <laughs> said that his wife came and uh, 
took a class with us for the pre-permit, and uh, he's wondering why I had to tell her that she uh, shoots better than he does. And the reason <laughs> why, Todd, is because she was holding a gun, my friend. No, <laughs> the reason yes. why is because uh, she was, you know, out there doing a great job, and I really wanted to keep that confidence up there. And I think with practice that uh, you'll, you'll catch her. It's one of these days, Todd. <laughs> you'll get there. You'll get there, buddy. Get Just there, keep buddy. going. Yeah. Uh, Josh says if he had 400 bucks, he would buy a, a Janik or a Ruger Security 9, but he would try to find a used Glock 19 or a Shield. Yeah, that's always a good a good bet, too. The used market has been interesting, I'll say. Right. Um, but that is always, yeah, you you know, pick up a Gen 4, even a Gen 3 Glock, you know, for 400 bucks easily, I'd yeah. say. So, no, for sure. Yeah, good stuff. And, uh, yeah, Ricky... Uh, Slide into the DMs anytime, buddy. We'll we'll do our best to answer and uh, happy to help whatever I can do. Whatever I can do to further the mission, the, further the Second Amendment. Um, Brian had mentioned that he picked up a cruiser from us a few weeks ago. Nice. Um, yeah, those Brett are... had asked. We kind of answered it, I guess, in just any first 9mm. Um, but, yeah, Brett, we have... I think it's 160. I've been meaning to count. Uh, every time I go out there, it seems like the rentals just self are multiplying. Yeah, there's so more out there every time. We have a lot of rental guns. Uh, pretty much any time a new handgun comes out, the first one we get goes right to the rental wall. So um, that would be the suggestion. Actually, it was kind of funny. I had to get a inspection today. So I go, uh, I just went to the Dunn Tire in Brockport yeah. right next to Runnings. Right. And I had the kiddo. Uh, so I was walking around runnings with the little one and I'm just like in the gun department, just like looking at stuff, you know, why not? Yeah. You know, why not? Right. Anyways. So I'm like looking at stuff and just seeing what they got and seeing like, okay, they sell these. So there's no point for me to sell them. Like I'll sell something different or whatever. Sure, sure. So I'm over there and I hear the lady at the counter. They're like, you know, there's like a husband and wife and they're like, well, show me this one and show me that one. And show me this gun. And then the lady at the counter goes, you know, you really should go to the firing pin and just try these all out. And I was just ah! like, yes! Like, <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, hey, here's that. Here's a little tip, lady. Like, well, thank you. Well, not that, only that, but, but like in all reality, not to cut other places down or, or whatever, but like that's what, that's all we do. Sure. Right. right. Like, right. Yeah. We. We just help people find hand. I mean, if, like, if that's you a big know part what of the you job want, here. you know, and like Runnings puts a flyer out and they might put these out for a buck ninety nine or whatever. And it's like, if you know you want one and you don't need any help and that's the thing, you go get one. And I don't, I'm the same. I'm a, I buy stuff from Runnings. I was there today. I bought sure. stuff. Uh, I'm a consumer too. So uh, it is what it is. If you need help, not that they're not knowledgeable, but that's just not what you go to a store like that for. I don't, like, I don't think it's know. their, their like lane. Right. right I, I don't right. think they really they have like a lane, yeah, right? Like right. They, they're there to, to kind of sell you whatever, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. is in stock and they're trying to your, answer your questions. You got to fix your water heater. Right. You got to pick up some dog food and you need some socks. Yeah. And I'm sure that you not know. everybody that works at the gun counter there is always just behind the gun counter. Donna Earsing asked, how do we feel about Taurus? I mean, Donna, I got to be honest with you. They have some really good quality guns that they've made over time. Um, what the G three, the Millennium series yeah. of pistols. Yeah. Um, I don't think their I ones. don't think their revolvers are terrible. You know, I, the but. revolver. I I think the QC is a little spotty. That's yeah. that's like the biggest knock against Taurus. Uh, yeah, is the quality control is a little spotty. So you can get a very good gun. I would say do your research, and I would say, like, make sure that you buy the gun here. <laughs> mm. uh, Marianne was saying that we're freezing, and I wasn't sure that looks okay, but I I wasn't sure if this, like, if my computer I saw the word the freezing, but I yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. sure if maybe, are you cold? <laughs> I, I really didn't know how to interpret that at it all, because it is cold outside, so I, think I was actually cold here. Though. Uh, Mike asks, do we sell used handguns? We do. For sure. Um, looking for something on a lower price range that's still a good quality gun. And yeah. And we have them. That's that's what we do. Absolutely. Um, We'd be happy to help you. Do you, Jason asks, do you need to complete the 18 hours of training required by the state prior to completing the pistol permit application for Livingston County? I'll be honest. I don't know the finer details. I don't think you have to complete the training before you fill out the application i think you can turn in the app i think you could like fill out and turn in the application in advance of completing the training but i think you're not going to get your permit approved until the training is completed correct and i think the training so, is valid for one year correct so you could take the training today yes have your certificate 
go in, fill out all the forms, turn them in, you're good to go, do it within a year. That's right. I think you're also okay to like get the forms, turn them in, and then they say, okay, go take the class, and you do it that way too. Right. Because that's, I believe that's how your fingerprinting will be done too, is you turn all your stuff in, then they tell you how to go get fingerprinted and whatnot. Right. So, uh, and that is sort of um, annoying. Every county is different. They all have their own processes. So I live in, well, I live in Monroe, but I'm traditionally from Genesee County. You know, and my permit's from Genesee County. So, you know, all of that. Is, right. My knowledge is much more specific to Genesee County. Um, I thought we had one more. What do you have in bolt action or a pump 22? Bolt action, well, we have a nice Kimber Montana up there in 30-06. That's a He's very a, lightweight. He wants a 22. Bolt action. Oh, he did say, or a pump. I, I read those completely Yeah, wrong. John, if you're looking for a <laughs> bolt gun what we have or a 22. pump 22, I'm not really sure. Yeah. But I'd be happy to go and take a look. I don't mind. The downside, yeah, the downside to this new studio is we're not where the guns are. Yeah, uh, so yeah let me to, go like, and take choose. a look at that sure. for you. Sure, sure, sure. Um, what percentage do you take on consignment? We take a 20% cut, which uh, is pretty on par with what the auction houses charge locally and you know nationally. Um, and yeah, we take a 20% cut. Uh, Morgan, I'm waiting on my semi-auto <laughs> rifle permit application, laughing. And what is, I don't know what that finger means. It's, he's giving like a thumbs up, like New York State, number one, right? That's what that means, right, buddy? <laughs> New York State, number one, Morgan. Good to hear from you, buddy. It's been too long. Um, yeah, just flying up here solo. I don't know what uh, what other questions people have. I'm trying to think. We do have, uh, you're going to keep hearing about it. We've got Freedom Weekend coming up June 10th and 11th. If you are a business owner or friends with a business owner or, or if, you're in part, uh, if you're part of some kind of group that might want to be a vendor here, there's no charge for vendors. Uh, you can set up and show off what you got. Try to, you know, increase your business or increase the uh, <clears throat> knowledge of your group. Whatever it is, come on down. No charge to set up. We are taking sponsorships also. Mm -hmm. We've got some awesome sponsorship opportunities available. We do have, I would say, several thousand people that come through uh, just on Saturday. And now that it's a Saturday and Sunday event, it'll be even more, I'm sure. We are going to have um, things for kids. We're going to have a bounce house this year for the kids. And we are going to have a dunk tank, I'm pretty sure. So Tyler's not here to stop me from saying all this stuff. So uh, what else we got here? Uh, thoughts on the Ruger PC-9? Well, first, I got to get with John about the bolt action and pump 20. Ah, uh, sure, yes, 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 please. Go so, ahead. Uh, John, I'm about to disappoint you, my friend, because we don't have any bolt or pump 22s out there. Oh, wow. The only bolt action rimfire that's out there is a 17 HMR Ruger, Ruger Precision rimfire. Yeah. Um, so, we also have a Henry uh, Lever uh, 22 WMR. But that's about all for the rimfire yep. stuff. Yep, so, yep, yep. Um, just to let you know. Now, as far as the thoughts on the PC9, um, I think they're pretty neat. I think they're pretty reliable. We, we have one here on the range that's one of the more popular, um, one of the more popular guns that um, people come and shoot. And, mm. I mean, it does not malfunction very often um it's they're very accurate they're easy to uh use and they uh if you get to take down one they're pretty neat because you can like take them apart and stuff them in a little bag and they're pretty cool yeah so uh like <clears throat> what do you think about the zasava m88 and i'll be honest i had to look it up because mm -hmm. i don't <laughs> i had never heard of that uh it's it's uh, like a copy it's like a redesign of a copy of a redesign of a Russian TT that shot that's like a Tokarev yep. gun. So it's mm -hmm. you know it's a com block. Um, they're inexpensive. I'll be honest, I've never cared for like the Tokarev or any of those kind of guns, but they have a cult following. People, People that like them really they like really them. Really like them, and and they generally sing their praises, and they generally work very well. You know, I've I've not heard many people. Uh, you know, I guess once they kind of, once they get them dialed in, but you know, if you have good, good ammo, um, you know, if, if you, if you treat the gun well, they run from what I've seen. 
I had a but, person that came and took a class with me using a Tokarev. Really? Not the Zestava, but they were using a really? Tokarev. And uh, it was actually somebody that you know. Um, she's been a regular here for yeah. years, Barbara. Oh, sure. Yeah, she yeah. came and she took a class. Um, and she shot well. Um, I don't think that she... Um, I don't think that the the gun choice really helped her out a whole sure. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that she enjoyed herself, and um, I really enjoyed having her because it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was fun to shoot with uh, with somebody that comes in all the time. It's definitely more of I would say you know that's a gun that someone who's just like a collector of guns would sh should buy. Yeah, that should not be like I don't want to say your only gun or like you know. If that's your gun for self-defense, I would maybe not reevaluate things, but yeah, I would definitely yeah. like. Well, I think about getting a, a different, a more modern design for sure. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, do we have any opinion on using CCI copper in an MP1522? Yeah, I say that that's probably the only way to. Go. If you're going to shoot a semi-automatic 22, I always say the same things to people. I say high velocity ammunition is key, and I say don't use bare. Don't use just plain lead bullets mm -hmm. use something with a jacket or mm -hmm. something that's solid copper or something that's not going to foul up your chamber too much because those guns they're just finicky and the ammunition yep. is finicky yep. and those two things together can make you have a bad time i think unless you get into like the super high-end uh ely or whatever like the match rate ammo we'll right. discount that but as far as like normal ammo that most gun shops would have I think CCI is is the best of 22 yep. stuff that's out there in general. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I like the Agula stuff. It's not bad. I yeah, think the Agula stuff I, is good. Yep. And um, it's, they make it in high velocity, mm -hmm. um, and it's relatively inexpensive. Mm -hmm. And it's got the same copper jacketing type deal that yep. the CCI has. But, yeah, I think Stingers and stuff like that are the best. It's it's definitely one of those things that can be overwhelming as a new gun owner that, okay, my gun's chambered in twenty two, so it can shoot any twenty two, which is true on its face. It can shoot. It, you can load it, and it will fire it. Maybe um, only once, though. But the Yeah, but then you get into the nuances of will it run well, and that right. can be that can be uh, interesting. That can be interesting. Yeah. Um, what else we got? What we have another we uh, couple guns up here to talk about while yeah. the chat is kind of quiet. Yeah, bring them um, up. So you brought down this gun, and we had we had another Kimber bolt gun here that mm -hmm. um, people everybody wanted to see it, and then they saw the price tag, and some people kind of balked at it, but eventually it did sell. Yeah, and um, these are really nice guns if you if you know about bolt guns. Yeah, then you know these this is probably a good gun for you. So Kimber. Um, they use a full-length Mauser-style yes. extractor, which, as you know, I don't know why I get all excited about those. It's very nice. Um, yeah, I, for some reason, I'm just really into those. Uh, it has the three-position uh, Winchester Model 70-style safety, so it's got uh, this position that it's in now all the way forward is fire. It's got a position here all the way to the rear that locks the bolt and puts really the gun like on safe. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then it's got a position here that puts the gun on safe without locking the bolt. Um so I really, yeah, I really like the three-position safety. It's got loophole uh, rings already on it. Um, this is the L, so it's the long-action yep. version, and it's the Montana, so it's very, very light. Uh, really minimalist barrel contour here, and um, the stock is very, um, very light as well. Yeah. And so I think this whole rifle weighs something like like under seven pounds without oh, an optic. It's, yeah. it's pretty if, light. If you're looking for something to hunt with, I mean, that's that's the rifle, in my opinion, to go with. Um, speaking of, of rifles... $1,050 on that. that we, uh, Joe Connor says, been thinking about getting one of those Barrett 50 cals. Is that legal to own? Uh, and yes, it depends, I guess, on which Barrett you're talking about uh, and how you have it configured. So they make a bolt action... Uh, the M99, I believe, um, the bolt action, completely legal. You can do, do whatever, you whatever you want with it. Uh, an 82 or a 107, you could own. <laughs> you would just have to have the magazine locked, right? So uh, I, I have not seen one, I guess, in person. I know I've studied mine, I guess. I could see how you could do it, where you could lock the magazine. It would require a very slight modification to the magazine release. But you could have it so that the magazine is permanently fixed in the gun. 
and you would have to hold the charging handle back. And luckily, at least, you know, some guns, it's a, like an FAL is almost impossible. Like, you can own one as a collector if you want it, but to actually shoot it is darn near impossible. Uh, or, say, like, uh, the AUG, right? right? Like, you lock the magazine in the AUG, you're done. Uh, the Barrett, you've got enough open bits there that when you pull that handle all the way to the rear, the charging handle, you can get your fingers in there and load 10 rounds, 5 rounds, whatever you'd want to load. So it is possible. You think you could actually get them down, like, in... I think you could. It would be very difficult, though. I wouldn't want to stick my hand in no. there. You know what I mean? I like, would almost want to have, like, one person just holding it back, and then I'm in there sideways, like, just finger-effing right. them in there. Yeah, I don't... Um, so That just seems like a really... <sighs> Get mean arms to make a 50 BMG mean arms loader. That would be something be awesome. for the people, yeah. yeah. Uh, or so. let's just get all these silly-ass laws repealed. Right. So, guys, go support right. Gun Owners of America and Firearms Policy Coalition. Absolutely. And do your part to support the uh, lawsuit printer that goes every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, hey, Dan, how are you? Uh, are we freezing for anybody else? It does show, like, we're watching the stream here on my laptop. And it shows us freezing like crazy, but I don't know if that's just because we're far from the Wi-Fi over here or what. Um, I don't want to keep, you know, annoying you guys if we're if we're lagging and freezing like crazy. Um, please let us know. Um, we got a lot of uh, viewership engagement yeah, tonight, which yeah, is yeah, pretty yeah. cool. I appreciate everybody uh, chatting with us. Brandon, and, what's on the um, front of my shirt? Okay, I'll stand out here. So this is from CN Arsenal, right? So if you have not seen their All channel. Right, good. That's a good one, right? See, so they spelled it. I just noticed they spelled it wrong. Uh, you'll see in a minute why they did. Arsenal should be spelled the correct, like, traditional way, but Curio and Relic, C and R, C and Arsenal, right? It's a channel on YouTube. And this dude, they go, like, deep into topics. So yeah, they'll yeah, do yeah. a video on an M1 Garand, and it'll be, like, a three hour video. And that'll be, like, yeah, this is our intro to the M1 Garand. And it's not really about the rifle. But it's about like, okay, so in 1909, uh, John C. Garand was born, and he worked over here, and he, they just go like into the, the history of, of like, yeah. yeah. Like, they argued about the rear sight and this and that, and like, you know, you will know more than you wanted to know. Every year they do a fundraiser for their channel, and they sell a bunch of different shirts. And this was from a couple years ago. So it says, God created man. Sam Colt could not spell this sentence. And they wrote it all like, how someone who is illiterate would write. Uh, and the reasoning is, for those of you that don't know, Sam Colt, the prolific genius that he was, could not read or write. He right. was illiterate until the day he died. Um, but damn, if he was not a genius, uh, he invented the like the single action army or whatever his first design was at the age of like 13 or something like that on That's a man. ship. Yeah, man. he was like on a ship and he saw the ship's wheel and the mechanism of how it like operated and was like, ah, done. Solved like, it. What? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so yeah, they do a bunch of great ones. Uh, see an arsenal. They're on YouTube. Um, I don't know if you can buy them throughout the year. If it's like only when they do the fundraiser, sure, but sure, yeah, sure. they come up with some pretty fun ones. And that was one uh, that I've always enjoyed. That is so. fun. I like it. So cool. uh, we're, we're getting a lot of people that say that we, that we're good. No yeah. freezing. So Looks that's like cool. Everything is cool. Yeah, so, yeah. We also have, and this was another one, I actually had uh, a friend of mine reach out to me today and ask me, hey, do you guys still have the M1A over there? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. I haven't been in the store Excuse me. in a couple of days. But lo and behold, we still have an M1A. So this M1A is the New York State compliant version, which means there's no muzzle device on it, um, which kind of sucks. does have the national match uh, front and rear sights on it. And it's got a synthetic stock with a 10-round magazine. Now, so, uh, this is, I, I don't eight, know if it was you or... 1749. Who, someone made the comment uh, that they were surprised Springfield made this just for us. Because this right. is pretty much, I mean, I do think this counts. Is this legal in California? I'm not sure. There's an overlap there, but it's not 100% Venn diagram I overlap. I think that actually in California you could still have the... The muzzle device. The muzzle device. Yeah, yeah, which is fucking stupid. So they did make this then just for New York, it seems like. Maybe, um, maybe Connecticut which, or Iowa. Which we've, uh, you know, we've, we've put it out there before um, that I don't know. You know, if New York further, you know, tighten the restrictions even more, maybe you have to do the micro stamping, right, right to sell a handgun in New York State. 
I don't know. You know, we've talked about it before and with California and their roster and things like that. Like there's a, they, the companies, the industry has determined there's enough business that some companies are willing to play ball, but not every company and not every gun is available on the roster in, in California. Right. Um, I don't live over there, so I don't know. But there's I know there are probably some very popular guns that people would buy, but the company doesn't want to deal with that. So right. I don't know if the same would be true in New York. And it is cool to see at least Springfield in that rifle. Um, they feel that it's worth making those. Um, but... So, um, yeah. also, for what it's worth, when I was putting that away, uh, I did see the National Match 308 on the barrel as well. So, it's nice. got a National Match barrel. It's That's got a cool. National Match front sight, National Match rear sight. Very accurate. Um, so, I would imagine, yeah, it's probably going to be a very accurate rifle. Is This is a question that maybe I should ask Tony from JRC. I would assume that the muzzle device really doesn't affect... Because every all the like the guys that shoot the national matches at Camp Perry, they all have regular ones. Like but is that because muscles, you mean? right? Well, no, no, no. Like like standard issue. M14 oh, like bird style. cages. And yeah, shit. yeah. Is that just because that's the way they've always been? I wonder. Does that affect accuracy at all? You would think a crowned barrel would be better. Question mark. I don't know. There's some studying that should be done there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that probably it depends on the barrel, right? Because like, sure. if you have like a Criterion barrel in one of those, mm -hmm. and you have the the sure. traditional flash hider, sure, I don't think you're going to see any degradation in accuracy versus a crown. A crown, barrel. like a target crown you know barrel. Yeah, yeah. I guess the um, those crowns or like a target crown exist to protect that very last bit of rifling. Yeah, it's and mainly like for cleaning and for various, like, yeah, 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 so, yeah. you know, so it's for those kinds of things, but. Neat. There's something I was. Yeah, guns are cool, man. There's a lot to them. I get, a, I get super excited, so yeah. today I was, uh, I was at the range, uh, outside for a little while, mm -hmm. and, um, when I was over there, I was, I happened to be with a friend of mine, and we were talking about, like, optical gun sights on the pistol, he was like, you know, I've yeah. never tried one or whatever, so. I uh I handed him my uh SIG because I just got that back from our friends over at Escarpment and um he was like checking out the optic and he's like I can never get my eye to like focus right sure. or I can never like get the gun up to the eye line and like see through the sight and so I was like well you're because you're you're doing it wrong right so you you gotta like <laughs> you're just doing it wrong you just gotta look out there and then bring the sight up into your eye target line sure. and like you'll see it mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. the first time he did that, he just, like, was looking, and then he just brought it up, and he was like, aha. Like, <laughs> yes. Just immediately, yeah. light bulb. Ah. Yeah. No, it's so cool to, like, when that happens, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? When you, like, learn some new little and tidbit of it. Yeah, yeah, and it just, like, changes everything. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, uh, I don't know, buddy. Uh, it seems like some of the questions are winding down. It's it's getting to be. I think it's uh, a good time to call it, man. This has been be a good stream. Time. We've had some good engagement. Um, yeah, I think this is a good <laughs> yes good opportunity to end it. So, um, thanks everybody for watching, Brandon. Good show. Thank you. Um, good, good show yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Yes, and maybe we do a giveaway next week. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to go turn the machine off. All right. Bye, everybody. Later, guys. And...